Shut up, man. <laughs> what is up, guys? Welcome back to NBA Chat Skybox. This is episode 18, 19. Actually, yo, this is season two, episode one. How about that? Season two, season two, bro. Yo, some season people two. have said that I've been saying your name wrong. Yeah, I you've been saying it wrong for a very long time. But hold on, let me say, um, I'm Faisal, this is Phoenix, and we got a special guest in the building today. Hello, hello. My name is Mo. We got Mo in the building, guys. All right. Um, uh, yeah, you've been saying my name wrong for a very long time. I just there's no Z in your name, so I just say it how you said Faisal. I think it's Faisal. I say Faisal. Faisal. Americans, I can't really correct you guys. Americans. All right. No, so hear this. I've been called, my whole life, I've been called Faisal. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah now because... that is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, right? And then you guys what? started calling me Faisal, and then like, you started saying Faisal, which is hella weird, but I never really corrected you because, you know, everyone says my name differently, so... Right. It is what it is. Why do people call you Faisal? I don't fucking like, you know, dude. That's how, uh, that's how the English people say it. They, they fumbled my name. Teachers couldn't say my name, bro, so I just said, whatever you want to call me, you can call me. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, I want to start off with the... WNBA, yeah, you would have thought, eh? No one saw this coming. But uh, congratulations to the Chicago Sky, bro. Their Congrats. first chip. Congrats to them. Their first ever WNBA chip. And that's, that's the second. emotional thing. I, I, was going to, I was going to tune into the WNBA finals, but like, I forgot. And I was I, there, I was there, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's like <laughs> one, it's like what I believe one day and it already finished. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, Candice Parker, Candice Parker got her second ring, which is great. But Tarasi, bro, I didn't know this girl still still throwing balls around, bro. She's thirty nine years old. Yeah, she's playing for Mercury, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, congratulations to them. I wanted to say too that the WNBA, the numbers have gone up, man. So since um, so last year they went up by twenty four percent in regular season viewership, and they went up by thirty six percent. Mm-hmm. In in viewership for the playoffs, which is which is amazing. I yeah, think people good. are starting to accept a WNBA, probably mm-hmm. something like that. Well, I think the the NBA is strongly pushing, you know, the W uh the WNBA now. Like before, it kind of just existed, but now you will get the advertisements. Now it's literally in two K. You can play as them in two K. Yeah. It's in the same yeah. game as well. Like I mean, they weren't going to get sales if they separated it, but um, yeah. It's good, man. It's good. They definitely stepped up. Um, and also, like, I think they recently got a sponsorship with um, what was it? Coinbase. You know the you know the cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Sorry. Yeah, I think everyone knows Coinbase. Yeah, yeah. I think um, w, oh, and the NBA, the NBA and the WNBA both um have a joint like sponsorship with the with Coinbase, which is super lit. That's nice. Cool. I mean, yeah, the NBA's got so many sponsors now. Um. I just really worry that we're gonna start selling out our jerseys completely, like the NASCAR does for their for their track suits and their cars, where it's just logo, 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 all for the means of money. Yeah, it's something I'm definitely afraid of because I, it's a little test right now. Like, okay, they're fine with one logo. What if we put one on the back, right? And then it's gonna <laughs> start. It's just gonna start growing. 
one of the crest, one of the heart, one of the yeah. I know what you mean, man. It, it's gonna start growing, and this is you know, I, I'd like to imagine that they like they'd like to preserve the the looks of the jerseys, but when money's involved, uh, anything's on the table. You know, yeah, you're right. Dude. I, I agree. Imagine how nice NASCAR cars would look if, if you didn't see Monster Energy, Red Bull, uh, all these goddamn companies <laughs> plaster lowered. You can't even see the car. You only see is the wheels. It's yeah. crazy. It is going to happen, in my opinion. Because if you look at um, football or, or soccer, sorry, they have m- most of these, most of these, uh, what's it called? These teams have like one huge sponsorship plastered on the front of their, their, their like jerseys, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every year, it, like either changes or it stays the same, but like, yeah, they have one huge sponsorship that's just stuck on the on the thing, and companies pay like a lot to have these because it's the best pub like publicity you can get. Full stop. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's interesting. But moving on, um, what do you want to go into then? Ben uh, Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yeah, we probably should ben start with Ben, the big man. That this situation is just constantly unfolding by the day so by the time this episode even comes out who knows what will happen but as of right now um ben he's, currently, he's currently injured um i think sham said he was injured yeah he's right back he was not mentally ready to play with the sixers uh-huh which i know um, is a bunch of bullshit, like that is definitely full cap it is definitely full cap. There's no way Ben Simmons is injured right now. It's yeah. definitely just a way to avoid, you know, it's the way for him to extend his situation. He's trying to get this trade. He's trying to put the, the pressure on the 76ers. He's trying to make it most uncomfortable as he can, similar to what Harden did with the Rockets, except at least Harden showed up to play. While it was sluggish, especially in that, I remember that first game of the season when they went against um the Blazers. Um he he had opportunities to win that game, and he, he just didn't because he wanted out. He didn't want to win for the Rockets anymore. He's done that. He won MVP. Yeah. I also want to highlight, highlight that Embiid, when he was talking about Simmons, how uh, he said he couldn't beat well, um, the Philly, Philadelphia 76 as an organization shouldn't babysit other players such as Ben Simmons because he he only cares about being traded right now instead of playing for the team and respecting the other players in the organization itself. That's actually a good point. I, and I wonder how many other players feel the same way. Like, I know the organization seems firm on not trading them. We just saw, like, an hour ago, or not less than that, about 20 to 30 minutes ago, this tweet with Daryl Morey talking about, from a radio interview, citing that they're not going to trade them. Again, they're, they're repeating their same sentiment that they feel that they can work with Simmons on this. And I just don't see where they see a resolution with a man that's faking injury, refusing to play practice, and refuse. He, he <laughs> literally said he would not show up. And then the only the only reason why he showed up is because he got fined millions of dollars. And so if, if that doesn't scream that he does not like you, I don't know what does. Yeah, I see what you mean there, man. I was with Ben Simmons at the start. Now, like, there's two ways of going about this, right? There's the way that he went, which, you know, is, uh, like, dragging himself away from the team and, and asking to be moved to a different team, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But after yeah. finding out that trade talks are, like, you know, breaking down, it's not really working out, they'll try and find you a team, but, like, you know, it'll take a little time because they don't want to, the team doesn't want to hinder themselves completely. He's losing his 
trade value. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the way he went about it, but like by not going to training, by like completely like neglecting any communication with the team, yeah. he has like the responsibility of being a first round pick, being the rookie of the year, and all that kind of stuff. You have you know you have some responsibility like, to like to and had to take some accountability, sorry, to like the whole of the Sixers organization, and he hasn't done that at all. And yeah, the mm-hmm. back injury—that's that's just crazy. How the hell are you come into training saying, "Yeah, I got a back injury," and then they check it, <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, you're back fine, but you're clear to you're clear to practice." And then our oh, nowhere says, uh, "Okay, yeah, but to be honest, um, I got, you know, I, I'm not mentally ready, which is which is fine in my opinion. If you're not mentally ready, that's fine. You step aside. But like, yeah, he's but he's just digging his hole more and more in my opinion. He's. I don't, I, I don't think he's mentally ready. He just wants to be traded by now. Right, like yeah. the mentally ready thing is he's not mentally ready to play for Philly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely interesting. I'm not originally I thought for sure he would be traded before the season started, but with with Philadelphia playing, you know, like playing this game of we're just gonna keep trying to get you back on the court until you're gonna change your mind. I just I don't know how long the situation will get drawn out. I mean, they say again, quoting Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey, he says it's gonna be quote unquote a long time. People should buckle in. That just doesn't sound fun for anybody. Who wants to see this go on for like half a season before you finally cave in? Like if the I guy doesn't go on. I certainly don't want to see that. Right. It's like it just at the end of the day, like we do still want to see Ben Simmons play basketball again. You know, he's not a horrendous player. He just can't play in the playoffs. That's fine. Mm, you're there's welcome plenty, to that, man. There's plenty of there's plenty of star players that people love that underperform in the playoffs. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, et cetera, et cetera. Paul okay. oh, George. Don't say PG, bro. Paul <laughs> George. And plenty of people still stand by their side. And there's still people in Simmons' quarter, corner doing all this that say that he's doing the right thing. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. Both teams, both players, sorry, both sides, the 76ers and, and Simmons are in the wrong here. This is just not how you handle a situation professionally. And and that's part of why it's it's so difficult to trade him beyond just the 76ers asking price. Who wants to trade for a guy that's acting like this much of a baby? Yeah, I think more in this situation, he's asking for too much out of Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons is hurting his own trade value, which teams don't want him to be like that when they he joins their team. Right. Stuff yeah. like that. The difference between the Simmons situation and the Harden situation is that Harden was going to be very happy joining Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. That's why as soon as he got there, he was smiling. Simmons doesn't have that luxury. He doesn't have an exact destination, and no team was really ready to open a guy like that with welcome arms if he wants to leave a team like this. It's embarrassing for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stupid, man. But I, I also feel for him, too, because you know me. I'm, I'm all for the player rather than the team. Like, if the team gets fucked over, I'll take it more than the player getting fucked over. Like the teams, at the end of the day, don't give a damn about these players, as we all know. But, like, so, look, if you flip this script, right, and understand it in a way where, let's say the player, um, let's say the team want to trade this player, they're going to bench him. And they won't play him at all until they get him traded. Right. And nobody sees anything wrong with that. But as soon as a player says he does not want to play until he's, until he's, uh, until he's traded, you know, everyone's throwing a fit. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's that's really true. I mean, there's a similar situation with the uh, Cavaliers and Kevin Love right now. Kevin Love is getting paid millions of dollars, and he will not leave. He's like, no, I don't think I will. And 
he's on too much of a contract to get a fair trade out of it. So it's really awkward, and they're not playing him. So it's just a really awkward situation. It is, and and people aren't really calling Kevin a villain because he's not really. It's not that he's refusing to play; it's that they tried to trade his ass. I mean, they tried to get rid of him, buy him out, which means he would get less money than he's guaranteed. And for what? After he's dedicated his life to to Cleveland. Yeah. I, I just think he fell off after 2018. I haven't heard about him since then. I mean, if he's been. So, it's all injured. the littlest news I have seen from him. Like him turning the ball over during that one last season game. <laughs> oh, I remember that, yeah. That was, yeah, that's, yeah, that's so, that's bad. Man. That's the last person you'd expect. That's just, you know, somebody where, like, he's been in the team for so long. He he, he knows the, the team up top to bottom. He can get away with that kind of stuff, man. But if that was a rookie, phew, you're on the bench so quickly. Yeah. He'd be waved if he was a rookie acting like that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. He's holding cows by the balls, man. Uh, if, if I was any cow fan, I'd be like, bro, like, I understand you don't want to buy out, but come on, like, do it for the team. You've been this, around this team for so long. They care about you. You know, They kept you around for a very long time. You're a great player. You, you bought this, this city a championship. Why the I don't fuck are you him. still here, bro? No, I don't blame him. If that Cavs organization traded just about everybody on the team over the past few years oh, multiple the... times. They've rotated. <laughs> How do you rotate all everyone but Kevin Love? That's just right. neglect on your part. He should have been involved in one of those trades, especially if LeBron and Kyrie both leave. Why is Kevin Love still there? If you're, if you're going into the rebuilding era, why is Kevin Love still existing? You should have tossed him in one of those trades. Yeah, any team would have picked up K Love, man. Most teams mm. would have picked up K Love. If, if you if you can sweeten it, any team would have picked him up. I don't yeah. think I don't think the Cavs are ready to like take the hit there because it will be here, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then speaking of organization decisions, I want to move into the Phoenix Suns not giving Aiton an extension. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. I saw that shit. That was just crazy to me. I thought for sure Aiton was going to get his money. For sure, I don't, I don't know. They paid on um, what's it called, Shamit, but they did not pay their center to help them mm-hmm. um, with this with this playoff one they did in twenty twenty. That was just shocking. I can't believe they paid Shamit instead of Aiden. Bridges, I just, Bridges and Shamit. Yeah, I think Bridges is, is kind of nice though. But like Shamit, I don't know if he's really <laughs> worth the money. <laughs> Shaman, he's all, oh my all right, God, man. It's just like yeah, paying him over Aiden just seems crazy. Right. Yeah, it's another team that's just it's like how can you have an ego, a whole ego as a whole organization like the fact that they're refusing to pay him because they, they, they asked him um, you, they, they extended they wanted to extend his contract but by, by, by like um, I think it was like the extra year or something, something like that I'm not too sure but he declined that because you know as he should he's he, he's like worth for the max 100% right, he's any team money. yeah any he, team will, will give him the max in that kind of situation especially how he played last playoffs too 100% but then they don't want to offer him the max. Like, do you want the guy to walk, hello? You can't let it happen. From he what I've go on, bro. Go on. Yeah, you go, bro. You go. From what I've heard from Suns fans is that the organization is cheap. It's notoriously cheap, and mm-hmm. some Suns fans were prepared for that to happen. Uh, I just can't believe there's still organizations and and people that run these teams out there that refuse to pay star players or players that are at least fundamentally valuable to your team. But cheap? Why the fuck? Uh, What's the point of being cheap? What's cheap going to do for you? It's Well, it's a business at the end of the day. It is a business. 
<laughs> when you run the NBA team, all those all all these millions of dollars really do come out, you know. So it's it's do we want to do we want to invest into this guy, whether he's a star or he's a rookie? Each player is an investment. Hold on, wait. So okay, let me get this straight. Okay, every team has a certain cap, right? That they can use, right? And they're all allowed to go up to this cap. Yeah. So every team is entitled to a certain amount. So why why didn't they just pay these people? Oh, oh, oh did they, are the cheap broke to pay this person? Well, they could pay them. They could have paid Aiden. It, I, what are they holding the money for? Who they holding well, the money Aiden's for? contract wouldn't be a max. I mean, sorry, not Aiden. Shamit's contract wouldn't be a max. Bridges' contract wouldn't be a max. It's sort of like it's a slap in the face, is what it is. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm sure they offered him an extension, and it was not. Not to it. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't worth what it what it should have been and that's why we have no aid extension i'm sure they tried to lowball him and in and, and an effort to try to keep multiple players on the team at once and you just can't do that you have to take a sacrifice my maybe miles bridges doesn't come back i mean that's that's what it is you can't run it back with the same exact roster when contracts expire imagine eating not on the, the sun's it would imagine, be imagine their playoff one without They're going to be Rude. If they let Aiden walk, it's the equivalent. Yeah. It's the exact equivalent of letting Gobert walk. You have a, a, a guy at the five that is pretty much the anchor for that team in that position, and not only the anchor, but you rely on him for so many plays. You just can't. You can't easily switch that person. And that's what was the argument with with Gobert's contract. People were saying Gobert's not worth the max. His defense is overrated. I can. I hear all that. I hear all that. Trust me. But what are they gonna do if they let Gobert walk? If you let Gobert walk, you don't pay him. Who the hell is going to replace him? There's no one in the league that's going to replace Rudy Gobert at center for the Utah Jazz, especially during that free agency. Who is available? Tristan Thompson? Like, let's get real. It just wasn't going to happen. No, it wouldn't. Man, yeah, it's stupid. Because if you look at, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, what's his name? Jones Jackson Jr. He was in the same draft class as him, and, and he was due his, uh, his extension. I guess what Grizzlies did, they extended him. They gave him a four-year, um, a four-year extension of twenty-eight million a year. Got paid. You got paid. He deserves to get paid because why? You put so much time, blood, sweat, and tears into this player. You're not going to let him walk. But another person that did that did um, walk from that twenty eighteen, um, like top five, top six picks was um, Marvin Bagley. But he's had a bunch of injuries, which is kind of, kind of tough. But he hasn't got his he hasn't got his extension this year, which is mm. you know scary for him. Mm. Um. Do you hear about um what's it called? Uh the the Kings uh, leaving him out of the rotation. Oh no, I didn't hear that. They left him out of the rotation for the game, for the season opener game for them. And oh. his, his agent and him are upset about it. I don't even know why. I mean, I'd be upset too. They're calling a mismanagement. Mm. Yeah, they have no center though. Why? Right? What are they working at? That's not surprising from the Kings. The word mismanagement in the Sacramento yeah. Kings is not unfamiliar to the two. Not surprising. Uh, oh, yeah. I feel like the Kings have always been just shy of, of becoming a real NBA team. Right now, what keeps them afloat is the fan base. That They're one of those organizations where they have a strong fan base that is willing to be patient with them. But if I was a Kings fan, I'd be screaming every day. You'd get emails from me. 
That's for sure. There's no way we we got De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, and how can we not surround these guys with the right players to at least get the eighth seed? It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I understand the West is tough, but, I mean, De'Aaron Fox is a decent player. Buddy Heald's a great three-point shooter. Why the hell do we surround these guys with bums? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's both. Like, it, it, what doesn't make any sense to me is the fact that these bum, this team doesn't have a center. They have Tristan Thompson. Unless you want to bag your money on Tristan Thompson, mate. A thirty-year-old yeah. man, Bagley should they, really be playing. They tried to get um Hassan Whiteside. I remember he played for the Kings, but that was past the time. That was past Hassan's window to be a good center. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he he was way past that. And that's what I mean. Like they have all these moves that are just wasted. It's um stupid, man. The fact, uh, yeah, Bagley should definitely have a position there. It's, he shouldn't be not played. Let's see what happens with that one, though. <sighs> Let's see what Luke Walton does. Oh, they got Luke Walton, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Luke he's, Walton. He's really, yeah. He, with that whole I don't think he's good. Luke Walton is a bum. Really? I hope, I hope he hears this, too. I really do. Fights, oh, stop. Luke Walton, you don't mean it, bro. <laughs> I know. I do mean it. Luke, Luke mean Walton it, was terrible at his job, and that is why he left the Lakers. Oh. Terrible. If you're good at your job, you don't have to switch. There's no Luke reason. Luke Walton was one of... Oh, wait, I lied. He, yeah, he's, he's been negative. Did he have to switch because he's good? No. When you're good at your job, you don't move a damn muscle. LeBron's coming. You got you to gotta, you gotta, gotta make way, bro. You gotta LeBron get out had to come through, man. LeBron's um, a coach now, man. I want to talk about the season openers. Oh, yeah. Good one. But know. more, and I want to focus it on what's to come. Not so much as of what we saw, but, like, what's to come. Because I know, of course, it's a little preliminary. It's only been one game, of course. But um, last year, people hyped up THT from game one. So we're going to hype this up, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to quickly just run down the scores, like run down the victors of the interesting games. The 76ers went crazy on the Pelicans, who are pretty much still underwhelming. Uh, 117-97. We had um, another interesting game was the Clippers. I'm sorry, not the Clippers. Uh, the oh, Knicks Celtics. That went double overtime. Oh, great game there, yeah. That was, that was one for the books. It was Lomelo, a good game, but it was sloppy. It was sloppy at the end. Lamelo Ball went crazy. My boy Melo. Boy, what? That's my boy, bro. <laughs> Chill out. That's not my boy. Not my boy. I'm That's my homie, bro. <laughs> went crazy. One point victory over the Pacers. One twenty three, one twenty two. That's not too bad at all. It's crazy. Let me tell you something. Sabonis, bro, this absolute beast. He had twenty two and ten, right? And there was like nine minutes left in the second quarter. And you know what they did? They sat him on the bench. Really? I was about to say, I see he ended with 33. I was about to say that's kind of tragic if he had that much already at the second. But I was in awe. I could not believe it. And you know what's crazy? I had no clue Kelly Ubra was on the fucking on the Hornets. I had no idea. Really? It'd be mm. like that. What yeah, the, the, that? I was going to say the coaching rotations for game one are definitely um, interesting. And that happened all across the league. I'm pretty sure KD got benched. Um, and then the Nets went down um, on Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's the first, yeah, it's stupid. The first day is always gonna be crazy, man. It's always like that. I think the most important thing to remember is that 
it's a long season, and there's no way these any good coach is gonna risk your star player getting injured. And know everyone's excited to see good basketball and see their star play the whole game. There's no way it's gonna happen on game one, game two. No, it's it's a long season. We see how these injuries are. I saw the, the uh, info banner pop up during the Lakers game. AD missed 30 games last year. That's crazy. He yeah. missed 30 games. LeBron missed just, about 25. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's it plays a huge effect onto your team when you're like one of the star players to do it. So, that you know, everyone's trying to be careful. Um, but what do you guys think of those opening nights? What games was really interesting to you? If you saw any. What's the Nets and Bucks? Because you know Kyrie's out because he doesn't want to get vaccinated, and his his choice to not be right. Like, but they're struggling. They're struggling without him. Patty Mills was like the only consistent player throughout the night, other than KD, of course. Patty Mills, baby. But like James Harden, James Harden was struggling throughout the night. I saw it, and the Bucks were prevailing. James Harden is partly struggling because of the rule changes. He can't get those easy fouls anymore. <laughs> and I'm that telling you, that's killing me. I'm telling you, Net fans. I'm telling you, James Harden stands now. It's gonna be a long fucking year for him oh, and Curry yeah. and Trey Young and all you foul merchant players out there. I am I am so happy uh... that they changed those rules because now you can see how ridiculous you look. Look how ridiculous you look leaning all the way upwards into these arms for a shot just for the foul, I mean, that you know you don't deserve. And now all of a sudden, and he's still shooting it, of course, because he's so used to it, and you're not getting the call. So he's going to struggle. I- I'm interested to see how he adapts his gameplay. While-, while he may not get his fouls, he's still a very talented player, MVP-level player. So I'm sure he's going to adapt his game to the rule change. But I, I don't think they. I don't think those star foul merchants – we're ready for those to be oh, in effect yeah. so quickly. What was I gonna say? Yo, yeah, you're right, man, hundred percent. But um, my boy, man, listen to this. The only man to ever score more than forty points against Team USA. You know who that is? Patrick oh, Mills, bro. Yeah, Patrick motherfucking Mills. He went seven for seven against the Bucks, bro, from the three point land. He went crazy for them. Yeah, that the Olympics were nuts, weren't they? I remember people was talking hot crap when the lineups came out. I think we even talked about how like stacked the Team USA was, and then um, we weren't talking crap though. We were just saying Team USA was stacked. But I know there were a lot of NBA fans that that were saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna smoke, we're gonna steamroll, etc." People always forget uh-huh. that like there's other NBA players that aren't from America. sleep. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't want Team USA to win. I was going with Luka Doncic, uh, yeah. Slovenia. But yeah, he, but he drop out 40, no, 40 point triple double, no problem. Every night to you and just go and smile about it, bro. How do you have that kind of like, that huh. kind of stamina to do that kind of shit, bro? Mm. Uh, training, training. Very good. I want to, I want to, I want to go into that stamina thing when we get to the Celtics game because it went double overtime. But I want, I do want to talk about the Nets still because nobody has are struggling without Kyrie. It is very true. People are saying that the Nets don't deserve any sympathy because how can they still lose with when they have two or three superstars? This team has traded away everybody of value for these guys. They let them go and they traded. Jared Allen had to go, and he was very promising for the Nets. Very nice. 
Oh, I did. I did see Giannis. Giannis was boiling the paint. And I and I said I said um, the Nets wish they had Jared Allen back because that right. that he because he was very important to the team as right. in a, as a center. Right. Every, exactly. It was so clear um of Allen's impact every time he was on the court. Uh, he's one of those guys that 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 plays hard every possession. You know, like you can see it. It don't matter uh, how much they're down by. He's gonna go out there, try to get the block. He's gonna try to get the rebound. He's gonna fight hard, and he was great for them. Um, him being gone, Karis Levert being gone, those are huge losses. And then when you have someone that was supposed to is supposed to be there in exchange, aka Kyrie Irving, it's a huge problem. They would they go into practice with Kyrie Irving last season, the past two seasons, because Kyrie's been there. Um, uh, and, and they have all these game plans set up, right? And it's supposed to be Kyrie's supposed to get the ball. Kyrie's supposed to pass to this guy. If he's not there, who's going to do with that? Nicholas Claxton? Like, stop playing. They lost the game for a reason. Bro. Respect Claxton, man. No, okay, they... I, I, okay. Go on. <laughs> My Claxton ain't is... too bad. He ain't Claxton too bad. bad. But he's, he's not a replacement for Kyrie Irving. I mean, Claxton, he's decent, but, like, I didn't see him stop Giannis that much. No, I mean, there's, no time, bro. there's no stopping Giannis, but you have to at least be able, with the net. They have to have the offensive scoring. Since since they got rid of their their um, center slash power forward, and then they got rid of um, Karis Levert, who had who had decent passing. He was able to uh, you know find a shot when he needed it, still be able to create when he needed it. You know he was a great he was a great guy for them. I mean, come on, do we really expect Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge to replace? The, it's just not going to happen. Let me tell you, this team here, they they said grab any man that has ever run down the court, bro. They grabbed up <laughs> Marcus Aldridge, they grabbed Paul Millsap, Blake Griffin. These three granddads, bro. I was watching the game, they were trying to keep up with fucking hard. They keep up with Giannis. I'm like, this boy's spinning on you. He's doing whatever he wants, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. I was in awe how much how much Giannis is just doing what he wants, man. And of course, he's dominant all the time, but like this time, I'm like. This ain't even like his skill anymore. This is just the other team old. Right. They clapped on Millsap onto the court to get cooked. <laughs> what? It's it's true. Um I just don't know what people expect. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Kevin put up 32, 11 rebounds, four assists. Like, what else can he do? Those are basically consistent Kevin Durant numbers. He's been doing that since the Supersonics uh OKC mm. days. Man, yeah, just another There's, problem that says Kyrie. Kyrie Harden they, still had. They're struggling without without Kyrie, and they're now know they're now starting to notice that. So they have to adjust. I still think they can um what's it called contend with the team they have. They just have to adjust to the to Kyrie's absence. What do you guys think about Kyrie's vaccination stuff? What What do you guys takes on it? You want to go? No, you you can start first. Okay. Well, my my whole view on this, I'm very like, I'm, I'm I will always look at both sides. I always look at all three sides. If it's a third one too. Mm. So mm. the way I see it is right. I stop saying here, bro. The way I see it is right. Um, I see why everybody's angry at Kyrie because, you know, as as what's his name said it. Um, as Barkley said it, he, he said it perfectly. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your the people around you. So let's say, let's say that you know, God forbid, you, you your teammate of cat, okay, 
and you, you contracted the virus and you, you hand it off to him and he hands it off to one of his family members that might have, you know, that he's lost. That's the issue right. that lies there, you know what I mean? That's the problem right. that happened. Spreading it full stop is an issue. So the vaccine will, you know, whatever the vaccine does, uh, yeah. But I can also see Kyrie, end of the day, is his body. You know what mm. I mean? And you sh- and, and, and being, being like forcing the man and putting the whole Nets organization, putting the whole NBA behind one man because that one man doesn't want doesn't want to take a vaccine is is absurd. You, you, like, how how you how you put in a whole bunch of people to just force this one person to take the vaccine? End of the day, nobody really controls anybody but him. But finally, mm. what I want to know is the question I have though is how comes um in New York because it's New York right that have <clears throat> that that makes it um mandatory for you to have a vaccine in any yeah. um. Yeah, any any kind of sports that I take uh, anywhere, you can't even go inside of a restaurant without it. There you go, perfect. And why is New York like that? And if it's if it's okay for you, if it's okay for you to have to not have a vaccine in a different state, why is it not okay over here? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I get you. Because then the importance of it, like, is based per state. And I understand COVID rates and all that kind of stuff, but like, you know, one exception wouldn't be too bad. But you know, that's that's, that's what I really think about it. I mean, New York vac- vaccine mandate was mainly to help healthcare workers and patients so they don't get contracted to it. And then it's a whole problem with it. But like, Kyrie, uh, uh, I respect his decision, but he knows his consequences behind what he's doing. And he's just, he know. I think he, I think he, uh, what's it called? I think he knows that his team going to fall off if he doesn't, if he doesn't come back. But like, I still think they could adjust to their game and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. How I feel about it is, according to what he said, going off of if we are to believe that he's doing this for um, for the for the better of the average worker, that he believes that it's it's injustice that people are losing their jobs over being forced to get a vaccine. My thing is, there's always, there's two ways to go. You can go, and then you can go right. And right now, he's just going. Because if that's the actual reason, and you believe that you're actually making a difference, it's just full of crap. I can promise you, Congress, the people that make these laws, the people that make these mandates, do not give a fuck about Kyrie Irving not taking the vaccine. There's no one with him. You're doing this by yourself, and you just look, I mean, you see how people are are treating him right no one is on your side here and you have to just wake up while i agree it is kind of it is kind of bizarre that they rush this mandate across every job in the united states and some people do have legitimate reasons for why they don't want to take this vaccine and they lose their jobs anyway there's injustices every day across this country i just do not think that this is the battle this is the hill that you die on as Kyrie Irving, one of the best basketball players, I don't think this is the fight for you, especially alone. I could see if he got multiple players to agree with him. You know how like there's a players' union? I could see if you got the players' union to agree and everyone in the players' union didn't take the vaccine, LeBron, Chris Paul, et cetera, et cetera, then you'd had some weight behind you. See how that doesn't sound crazy anymore? It's just you? No, it can't happen. You You need to just take it. And, and go about your business. It is another way for you to still get that message and awareness across without you sacrificing your, your life, your career, people who are fans of you, there's children who, who look up to you. 
right? How does this look? I mean, it's just it's 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 just not mature. It's just not the, the way to go about things, if you ask me. I want to ask some mom stuff. So like last year I saw a Kyrie interview a Kyrie interview after a Nets game. He looked so um what's it called? Not focused on the reporters and then once to uh, one once one um reporter asked him a question, he said he doesn't really care about the game of basketball because of the real life situations that are going on. And I agree I agree with him, but like it foreshadows this certain situation with him not taking the vaccine and stuff. Mm. Because yeah. I do remember he's that. Still, he's still endowed with his spiritual beliefs that, um, what's it called, he pushes basketball aside, and he's all about, uh, what's it called, uh, fighting for injustice and stuff like that. But like, Which I'm all for. Yeah, but like, he, he what's it called, he signed contract, which, um, what's it called, requires him to play basketball. But he's putting that aside, for putting that aside, and then he's getting haters because of it. Right. He's better. He's better than more haters than what he what he likes or what he wants to or what's called occur to him. Right. So Chief, you're right, man, hundred percent. And I think I think you can still play basketball and in your off court time be this activist that you want to be and bring change to the world. I think you can do both. I don't think you have to sacrifice this, the your your career, because of how you feel about the world and, and how things are going. I agree. There's tons of crazy stuff. Okay. The game men at 12. They get on Twitter after. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 as you said, man, it's not the hill you really want to die on. But, like, I do feel for him because there are a lot of... All right, so this, let's, let's talk about the UK and what's over here. Like, our cases over here are, are wild. And mm. and not many people are vaccinated. And by that, I'm talking about more about the elite, the elite soccer, the elite football slash soccer type people. Because we have a lot mm. of like, I think it's about eighty percent of our country is vaccinated. Some crazy like that. But um, the soccer football guys, what they do, they travel to like um different different countries, all that kind of stuff, and they play they play their football unvaccinated. And the way I see it is, if the if if they are able to travel around countries. You know, and and do maybe like three to four days of quarantine or some stupid shit like that, and play their games, then it is possible for, um, Kyrie, already to play vaccinated, play unvaccinated. Now I understand they're sending a message, which is fine, but what kind of message are you trying to send? That like you need to be like you need to go and get the vaccine because now now it's not like a decision anymore. It's, I just it, don't it, want to be. Really I just don't. Mm. Oh my bad. No, no, go on. Uh, you on. I just don't want the Nets to be like a what if team, as some of these players are nar- uh, pushing this narrative about what if Kyrie actually got vaccinated and start. Besides, um, what's it called? Starting an like. issue about that stuff like that, and it's certainly yeah. happening right now. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what it looks like this year is going to be. I mean, um, as to what Faceall said first, it it's hard to. It's hard to say uh, without us getting too political. Um, I definitely agree with you. They're, they're, I mean, just off the bat, the re- only reason why they can't do that is because it's, it's New York law. If they let him play unvaccinated, even if they wanted to, they'd be fined and the organization would lose money. No, no, no. I'm talking more, more so of away games. Oh, the away games. Yeah, because they, t- they, t- they took that route off him completely too. Because he's not vaccinated, right. he's not playing away games too. That's right. That's right. They are, they are benching them because of it. Uh, that's a good point. 
New York is hard on that. And in fact, I'm pretty sure um, last month they had the Brazilian president down in New York, or I should say up, up in New York, and they made him eat outside because he didn't have a vaccination. He couldn't go inside the restaurant, so he ate on the street. They have a photo of it. Uh, it made me just baffle at how strict they're being about this. I and, know this leeway, which is good. I believe they're strict because um because of 2020 and how um what's it called the vaccine oh spreading so fast in New York and it took months to what's it called recover the entire city and statewide. Yeah, that's correct. That's what I was gonna say. That the reason why they do have such strict mandates in New York specifically is because of that. New York's such a dense populated city where if you go to the city, the city city of it, the urbanness, everyone's very close together, especially if you've ever been in Times Square or any neighborhood of, of the boroughs, Brooklyn, et cetera, et cetera. You are or neck you're, to neck with people. You know or what I mean? Transportation. Right. Or the transportation, exactly. Oh. Very popular in New York City, of course, all across the state. You're going to be neck to neck breathing on people. So they don't got time to play games. It, they were hit really hard with Corona and people lost their lives. So at the end of the day, you know, when, when we have people losing their lives and it's legit, as you can see, for any doubters. I mean, why would Carl Anthony Towns lie about losing six, seven family members to COVID? Right. People are literally dying. So it, when it comes to about it being choice, we're dealing with a, a, a disease. You know, and this is no this is no different in my eyes than previous diseases that have hit human history when it comes to Spanish flu, um, tuberculosis, et cetera. And all these um not Spanish flu, but for tuberculosis and, and um like things like smallpox, et cetera, we still take vaccines for already yearly. And that's not an option. It's not an option to take those vaccines. You can't go to school in America if you don't if you're not up to date on your vaccine records. They won't let you in at a hospital job if you're not update on your uh, vaccine records. You can't work in a lot of fields if you're not up to date on your health records. And now COVID is just another vaccine onto that list. And people are making an extremely big deal about it. But this is something that we will take for the next for the rest of our lives until they find a way to do other other vaccination methods. We will be taking another shot. It's just an additional shot for the next 30, 40 years. And unfortunately, people that are going to, the people that are against this are just on the wrong side of it, of history. As you can see, it's already, uh, it's already law to have it. it. You cannot even work any job in the United States right now without a vaccine. You cannot go, there's so many stores you cannot go in without a vaccine right now. There's so many, um, you can't go into a concert. You can't go to a strip club. You can forget about it. You need the vaccine. So if you if you will right now actively make that choice that you're not going to get it, I do not know where there is a place for you on this planet. Over time, you will not be able to get on the bus without showing your vaccine. No, they uh, really exiled you from all civilization, bro. They <laughs> said you can't. You don't have to take the vaccine, but just know you can't go to the store. You can't. You can't eat. You can't. You gotta make your own food now. You gotta fucking chop those fucking things yourself. Right. right. Unless you're gonna go full hippie. All right. As a follow-up question, do you think Kyrie will do something about on um, what's called? We'll get back on the team, or will he get um in the future? Will he get vaccinated? Mm. Yeah, go fix. I personally believe that Kyrie Irving is ready to retire with mm. this decision. I think he's exhibited behavior ever since he's left the Cleveland Cavaliers that basketball is not his main focus. Any man that walks away from LeBron James, it let me know that. This man do not care about basketball. 
He is crazy. Okay, I don't want to say crazy because that's 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 rude. Okay, I lied. He's crazy. Let me tell you this. <laughs> no, hear this out. I'm telling you now. His ego, I think, is what's stopping him. Because I know, at the end of the day, in my like, I, I, I'm pretty sure that he will get the vaccine in the end. And all he has to do, because I like, I understand his reasoning. I understand this is body, all that kind of stuff. But one day he'll be like, okay, enough I'll, is enough. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the fucking vaccine. All right, chill. Like, you know what I mean? He'll do it with like a frown on his face, but he'll get it in the end. And within weeks, people just forget about it completely. So, if Curry I mean, gets he... the vaccine and he loses the game, he'll be like, "Yeah, I've been feeling funny since I took the shot. I already know Kyrie's gonna no. be crazy." Is he <laughs> all smells in this vaccine fire, bro? Look at me, I dropped forty-five on the head. If he if, he's, if he takes the vaccine right now, I, I think media will still go out on what's it called, go out to hate him because people well, think will, that yeah. he did yeah. this as a publicity stunt all along. Yeah, and yeah. They'll spin it. Yeah. It's not that hard to open up and put your hands in the air and be like, all right, I understand. Uh, speaking to certain people, speaking to everyone, I understand that this decision that I made not only makes me look selfish, but it makes me um, feel very, you know, it makes you feel a certain way. So I've decided to take the vaccine, full stop. Within weeks, people will be like, okay, you take the vaccine. Now we move on. It's that easy. They'll find a new topic. They'll find something to do with the Kardashians, but I'm telling you. And speaking it's, of. It's bad to say this, but like, like, I think Kyrie, but like she like experience someone like a lot. <laughs> I don't even want to say it because it sounds so cruel. Losing a life and then realizing that you have to take the COVID vaccine to not only help yourself but others, like Charles Barkley said in TNT. That's true. Um, I want to ask you guys. This it pertains to two different teams, right? Because. Though the situations are different, both players, both teams are going to be missing someone more than likely. What are what do you guys see realistically throughout the season, whether it be um, team record or playoff success? If the Clippers and the Nets are missing a star player, Kawhi miss. I mean, Clippers missing Kawhi, Nets would be missing Kyrie Irving. Let's say for the season. Well, I don't think Kawhi is going to be that gone forever. I think I think it's timetable to return for me is like the playoffs, the end of the oh, what's it called, the end of the regular season, the playoffs, because he's really doing really good. I've seen videos of him working on his footwork and stuff and his mid range shot, just like and stuff like that. I doubt they rush him back though. Just like when Clay injured himself, um, pretty much coming back, um, he was out for the rest of the season. Oh, Kawhi, Kawhi is definitely gonna take his time. Have you seen him with the Spurs? Right. And, I mean, have you seen him with the Clippers? He's been load managing. I mean, already yeah. without injury, he already was sitting out a few games here and there, of course. Exactly. So I'm I can only imagine you. with a full ACL injury that they don't rush him back at all. Mm. Bro, I, I was a Clipper fan, bro. I was, I was seeing that this motherfucker, instead of, instead of, you know, taking, you know, stretching out all the extra stuff I'm meant to do for rehab, he out here making albums? Yeah. <laughs> with little Uzi, bro, he's in rehab. He's got free time now. He know he gonna be chilling for a little bit. Might as well spend a few hours a day making some music. Okay. All I see is in the studio. He, he's making a song with Young Boy. That, that, that's that's definitely bad influence right there. <laughs> young Boy that's being at track one is a statement. That is a bad <laughs> inf- bad man right there, bro. 
That's not bad. That's, I love it. I love that he's a young uh, boy fan. Emily Chopper, bro. What's wrong with Emily Chopper? This is I he's love this. Bad influences, bro. He should be sticking to the game. For those who don't know, uh, there's a image and rumor going out from multiple sources that Kawhi is going to drop an album called Culture Jam Volume One, Part One. Um, even though Volume One kind of already insinuates it'll be more volumes, but um, it's supposed to be a seven-track album. Kawhi is supposed to be the co-executive producer on it, dropping oh, tonight, allegedly. Tonight, <laughs> this shit better be ass, bro. If it's if it's heat, I'm I'm pissed. Back to the uh, dropping tonight or tomorrow uh, midnight. Back to the premise. Uh, I think people are like almost got sleepy on the Clippers because of Kawhi. We were good without him. We were good without with him. We were just better a better team, and I think yeah. we're so deep. We're so deep with more with Morris, Serge Ibaka, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, all of them. I mean, where was the depth when Kawhi went down? Then, if you're so deep and you're good without him, what? Bro, have you not seen Jeez, that? Rotation? <laughs> Wait a minute! What happened? What happened? What you mean? What? He listed five, four players. And what happened to the depth once Kawhi went down live oh, on TV? Son, we got Zubaj, we got Reggie, we got. <laughs> and what happened when this, in the playoffs then? When Kawhi against, went against down against who? Against what team? I forget who eliminated you right now. Actually. Yeah, Suns. the big boy Suns. 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 They were all the Suns. Rick House Suns. They're all big games. Phoenix, you got two Clipper fans in your ear right now. Good luck with that one. Listen, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to get the the facts straight. Y'all said you you both said y'all so deep. We deep. I, I, I don't know about so deep, but we deep. <laughs> you you said Zubox name with confidence. I did. Oh my. You... I'll take you much any, over any of your sentences. How about that? Bro, of course. Yeah. Don't you tell there you me go. All right. There you go. Uh, for That's, different. That's different. That's different. Go. Robert <laughs> goddamn Williams, bro. Ooh, don't start. Don't start. Let's stay focused. Let's stay focused. No, let's no, let's be no, no, we're gonna talk about them in a minute. I'll find okay, I want to get this out okay, the way. Okay. But what do you guys let's say Kawhi doesn't come back until the all-star break? Let's say he comes back all-star break, he plays every other game or every third game. What do you do you guys still see yourselves in the top four seed, top five seed for the Clippers? No, 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 no. definitely not. Really? With I Paul see, George? I see top top seven, top six or seven. I think we're gonna be fifth seed this year. Really? I listen now. I, I, I've been looking around. People say Paul George is going to have an MVP season. Like, see, a lot of people are saying that. Yes. I think the Clippers will stop him from having an MVP season. I'm telling like, you, one the, the Clippers will not let him. 100%. I there get is that. no way they're going to let him. With his shoulders like that, too, impossible. I'm telling you, if it was a couple years before and he's playing the same like this and his shoulders mm. weren't so fucked up, I, MVP season inbound 1000%. Mm. Mm, but he, the way he played at the end of the last playoffs, sorry that's cut you off, but the way he played last playoffs, like I I I I just got sick and tired of 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 talking about it because of how like how great he actually was. I couldn't believe it. It's true. He was he was playing amazing. He, he definitely like I said, um when we were talking about those playoffs at the time, he definitely proved himself to me, finally. But he, he's a good player. <laughs> I would love to see those. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Mo, you, what seed did you say again for the Clippers? Oh, fifth seed. Fifth seed, and then Faye? I got six. Oh. I got six, six into all-star break, so we'll probably move up to I fifth. Think, I think that's fair. And I think that's also fair considering that the Warriors are back, and they're definitely mm-hmm. not fucking around as we saw game one with no clay beat the Lakers fully healthy. 
I think the Phoenix Suns will still have a, a good regular season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like and I Utah mean, Jazz. Utah was... Jazz always has a good season, and then the playoffs, they they sell. Yeah. Well, the Utah Jazz are great in the regular season because I mean, Gobert is easy. <laughs> he eaten up in the regular season, right? You can't really do much. But in a seven game series, you saw that what the Clippers did to playing against oh, out, that mm-hmm. guy. Like that was just that straight bad. exploited. That that looked like a damn two K match. It <laughs> looked like he just knew the play. I mean, it's just so embarrassing to, to like literally witness that over and over. What a memory! Yeah, but um, well, regular season he had like I think he had like twenty, he had like seventeen and twenty one last game, twenty one rebounds. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's my boy in fantasy. Don't get it twisted. That's now, what do you guys think of the Nets seed with no Kyrie, number three? Mm. Oh. Let's see. We got we got the Knicks in the West. We got Trey Young and his 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 kids. Honestly, think um Miami Heat is gonna be number top two, and Chicago Bulls are gonna um what's called shock the what's called the Eastern Conference because because of the balls act. Nets in top two. I'm telling you, not Nets and Nets are gonna if they're lucky. If they're lucky, in my opinion, they're gonna come sixth. Mm. I think I think Nets are going to be a fourth seed without if Kyrie Irving does not come back. I think they fall to fourth, and I think who takes their place? Sixers, Bucks, Hawks. Sixers, Sixers, Sixers. Oh yeah, and in fact, now that you said their name three times, matter of fact, I believe this is Joel Embiid's MVP season. Finally, uh, uh, now that we got the fake one out of the way last season. Which really was it. Embiid's MVP? Yeah, he's getting it again. Oh, uh, you know what? No, I, I, you know, what? I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Only, only is it one only? Okay, if he stays healthy. Right. Of course. Of course. Of because course. Because his issue. Let me tell you. If he was healthy last season, he'll be fighting for, for fighting for it too. But he wasn't it, healthy. It's hard to stay healthy as a big man. Like they're very clunky. I don't know if you've ever. You all day long too, man. Oh, I don't damn. know if you ever met someone close to that type of height but like if you push them slightly they really lose their balance <laughs> they start getting wobbly like it's, it's they are far away from the ground <laughs> uh, also 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 before we talk about um what's called the stamina between the Knicks and Celtics right. I think the Knicks might actually play um make the playoffs this year um, I mean was it I called? believe it they made the playoffs last year without Kemba I should cut you off actually. Sorry, um, but I, I don't agree with you there, Phoenix. And with that, I mean the four, the four seed, bro. Let me just name you some teams and tell me if you think the Nets are gonna seed higher than them. Okay. You got the Bulls. Definitely. No. Okay. Damn. Right. The, the, my sleeper pick. My sleeper pick. That is yeah. The Pistons. Oh, stop it! Oh no. <laughs> That's your sleeper no. pick. Wait, hold on, no. hold on. Then we, then we got the Knicks. All right. The Knicks are fine. Don't 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 sleep on the Knicks because they they're really good right now. Also, we got the Heat. Yep, the Heat definitely up there too. They're not a scary team. We got the the, the Pacers too. Don't sleep on the Pacers. Celtics <laughs> might even be top eight. The Hornets, bro. The Wizards. What? Oh, in my opinion, the Nets are lucky to even make playoffs next year. How about that? This year, you sorry. Are... <laughs> God, you're crazy. The Listen. Nets are lucky if they make playoffs, bro. In my opinion, how about they that? They still have Kyrie. Nets have James Harden. I don't oh my god! They uh, have they have only three players, bro. Literally only three players. Hold on, there's a, there's a list. There's a name in there that you said that I do want to touch on really really fast, which was the Pacers with Sabonis. I just want to say that team has been 
in this standstill position for about four to five years now. Four fucking years, bro. They they just don't. They're in a similar position with the Kings, where they have a, a a handful of nice players that they cannot just develop enough, and they cannot flesh out enough of a, of a game plan and team to complete it. They can't finish Exodia, Exodia. and it's just I can't imagine being a, a Pacer fan. It's just frustrating to have such a, a good uh, player like Sabonis, and Miles Turner is a great center. And Malcolm Brogdon always throws it down, and there it's just not being enough, especially in the East. It's just very d- disappointing. I thought I thought the Pacers were gonna make the playoffs. Um, well, what's it called last season? But like, Karis Levert, Karis Levert got hit with the what's it called the, the uh, health safety protocols, not the not the cancer, the health oh. safety protocols when they were in the playing tournament. Oh yeah, I remember That's that too. Right. Yeah, that was cool. I forgot people were still getting out. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's going to be interesting as well this season. I know a lot of people are feeling more confident with the vaccines, but as we see, uh, people are getting sick with the vaccine. Um, so it'll be, oh. yeah, Jalen Brown was out right before the season even started. Thank goodness he was able to make it, but he had COVID and he spread it to, what was it, Horford or someone else? Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see if how many players um, unfortunately get sick again, which I'm just expecting off the bat if it's already happening in the offseason. I'm just saying, man, if Kobe was there, bro, he would he, he would still play. That's oh, all. No, perfect, actually, amazing topic That's I wanted to example. touch into. I wanted to touch into this, okay? How pussy the league is nowadays. Mm. Tell me how weak the league is nowadays. And by that, I mean their mindset and their mentality, bro. Mm. They're all just pussyfooting around everywhere. Tell me... All I keep saying to people is, what do you think Kobe would have done? How mm. many situations would Kobe have had a completely different mindset? And I know Kobe is outlandish, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a whole different breed. But, like, there were players that, you know, that, that also had that kind of, kind of mindset. Not, 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 not the same as him, of course, but, like, close enough. Where, like, you know, it was a dog-eat-dog type of, type of league. And then now you've got people, like, that, that, that are missing games because, you know, they didn't sleep well the night before. That kind of dumbass shit, bro. Like, come on, man. Leagues, the league's a lot more understanding now. Yes, and we don't want that shit. Okay, I like. I've, I've been preaching. I've been preaching for that shit the past couple, past couple episodes. <laughs> Let me not say that shit, but still. I, I called the NBA. I, mean? I called. I called the NBA itself like what's it called a last season ago because of Adam Silver on what's it called he failed to what's it called acknowledge the foul baiting going on in this game, even with the what's it called the Clippers versus Nets game last season. Where James Harden flopped and ultimately won them that game because of what's he called? Because of his flopping tactics. But now the ref, or what's he called? He acknowledges now and the organization is putting a stop to it. It's going to be hard mm. for people this season. Mm. Give credit to the referees, man. <clears throat> Being able to adjust completely and understand. Because as much as, as much as they have, they have, you know, kind of like ruled out all, flop, all flopping in that kind of scenario, like there are still fouls. That look that, that like you know there are still fouls in that situation where like somebody's taking let's not let's not say like outlandishly leaning forward but like kind kind of leaning but still taking the same type of shot and they close out your legs that's still a foul and they would call that but it's kind of hard to like gauge an understanding with just how many months of training they had and they've done a great job in my opinion. So what's it called? I, I want to highlight highlight how the NBA started to like uh, what's it called adding more women referees throughout the season. Mm. And it's going to be very good since all oh, oh, since oh, what's it called? I really want Scott Foster to leave the NBA. 
because he's he's very controversial. And that's crazy. I also blame sometimes on the referees' blindness because they're old. And oh, okay. Because they're they're old, and I think the women. I was like, as season, um, what's it, uh, what's called? As the NBA keeps moving forward, they're gonna add more women referees to the game. You know what? Definitely touch a good thing. Too. Touch on that too, actually. I think the NBA, what they need, and it's a great idea, one of the one of the best ever ideas I've ever thought of. Okay, is having regular changes with with the refs, and by that, okay, I mean it allows these refs because the referees, the way they're taught to ref, okay, is if it's a foul, if it looks like a foul, it's a foul. If it looks like a travel, it's a travel. You know what I mean? Even if it, even if like you slow it down, you're like, ah, oh, not really. No. If it looks like a travel, call the travel. If it looks like a foul, call the foul. That's how they're taught, right? So end of the day, it's all about your own experience, and you can, you're able to put your own personal experiences within every single call. And I spoke about this last time too, because I, I, me and Phoenix were very touchy about how refs have I started to call things that we didn't like it at all, and. Yeah, so with all of that, it's, it's very hard to keep your personal understanding and your personal, like, somewhat vendetta with CP3 and Scott Fisher, all those guys, but still away from your, your calls. Now, if you have regular changing referees, regular changes between, like, um, a lot more referees, sorry, that you can train, and you, you switch them in, out, in, out between every single game, that really, like, ultimately negates all of that that crying or the baby type of thing that happens. And I think the calls will be much better. There will be less crying about calls, in my opinion. Yeah, my point. I can agree. Thank you. Uh, that's my point. It's Wonderful. actually interesting. I, I do agree with you guys' takes on, on the referees in the league. Um, I'm definitely a fan of the, the, the progressive the progressiveness of the NBA. And the NBA, as a sports organization, has... Out of all the sports organizations, is definitely in the lead for um, changes. You know, they're very open to change compared to the NHL, NFL, NFL, MLB. Um, definitely. So I'm proud of that. But we still have work to do, for sure. Yeah. yeah we do. But I, I would like to highlight the the NFL coach that got fired, Gruden. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, of course, we had like the Sterling thing going on, but I, I would guarantee you, if they looked through more emails and if we dug deeper, you would find more Grudens in the NFL than you do in the NBA. Well, what happened? I, I, I don't really keep up with the NFL. Um, the Raiders coach had to be let go because they were doing some sort of separate investigation on something with the with the league. And they were going through everyone's emails, and they go through Raiders coach uh, emails. I forget his first name, but his last name is Gruden. I think it's Josh Gruden, something like that. Um, and he had a bunch of homophobic, racist remarks going all the way back to 2012, calling Obama this, this dude Ooh. that. Mind you, the Raiders have a have a gay player, an openly gay player, um, and he's calling people f word this. Not the good one. It's just oh. ridiculous. Um, yeah, so he had to be let go. And that's nuts. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's the it's the NFL, and it, it speaks to the fans of that sport, and it speaks to the people who run that or who run those teams. Not a little bit. I think there's a lot of a lot of people, a lot, especially the next 
they need to go through the Nets' organization emails now, in my opinion, mate. Because there, there must be a lot of things going around, um, Kyrie Irving, all that kind of shit going on. There ain't no way there isn't to. Especially if, if this if Kyrie Irving sits back for a few more months too and actually misses like a good amount of games, scan those emails. Scan them now. <laughs> scan them now. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, um, I wanted to, uh, unless you guys want to go into something, I've got some stuff I wanted to quickly shout out. Um, so, now, um, some statistics that I found, um, just from digging, really. Uh, ben Simmons has missed more playoff free throws in 2021 season than Steve Nash did in his entire career. That's uh, shocking. That is uh, uh, shocking. Cannot believe it, mate. And then another one, this is for you, um, Phoenix, your boy, Tristan Thompson. Steph Curry averaged more rebounds than Tristan Thompson in the 2017 NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and another one, finally, to kick, kick it all off. The Indiana Pacers haven't had a draft pick higher than 10 since 1989. And that's only because Duarte was picked up in 13 this year. Mm. Oh, can we speak about uh, Duarte? I don't know uh, who this guy is. I just know, know he, who he is either. Uh, but if you know him, go ahead. I'm listening. I just want to highlight his presence. Uh, what's it called? In the opening, what's it called? Opening game against the Hornets. Okay. How you dropped twenty seven and five? That's pretty good. God damn. Mm-hmm. And he he he's, oh, he's like a... I know. Yeah, that's right. I did see. I did see that stat line. I didn't see the game, but I did see that stat line, and I went to go pick him up in fantasy. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not special. Like Christian Duarte, right? Something like that's his first name. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, for sure. That that that's promising. I yeah, I opened up his little thing on fantasy, like how it gives you like a little bio about the player, and mm. they, they did say he seemed uh, really promising, and that that they were probably going to play him play him a lot this season because of it. So I'm definitely interested in that. That does sound fun. It does. Is he? Let me tell you. Um, he his path to the NBA was completely different. Like, okay, he he got drafted at the age of 24. Now you're questioning. Hmm. What happened for him to get drafted at 24, right? And it's because he went to a JUCO, a JUCO college. Now, not you know, not many people in the NBA go through that JUCO route. Because they, they just say, fuck it, we're going we're gonna to just hold out. We're going to go through the D-League, all that kind of stuff, or the G-League, all that kind of stuff, right? But yeah, so he wasn't eligible for it. He went, so he went to Northwest Florida State, and then um, he then he finally became eligible to, to um, play for his college. And then yeah, found his way like that, and yeah, it started. He got drafted at age of twenty-four. Uh, he went to Oregon too, actually. But that's super cool, man. And I mean, you can hard. see the difference, though. You, you because of his age and because of the route he did take, he's not a rookie, rookie. You know, yeah. he's not. He he didn't come in as raw as another guy that we would have picked at thirteen a year ago. Hmm. He grew up in the Dominican Republic too. And another guy that I put him in the same boat too was um, Donald Mitchell. He spent four years in college. Mm. He, he got drafted at 23 or 24, I think. Right. And you can see that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And you can see the, the development over those years. Yeah. Um, it's always interesting when players take that choice because it's a risk. Because um, teams are really ready to draft you <laughs> freshman year of college. So um, it's kind of like a personal choice. 
But that that is interesting. I I will I will definitely keep my eye on on Chris Dort because first he's on my fantasy team, so I have to take a look at him now. But um, yeah, thank you for that because I do like to I do like to keep up with the with the newer class of, of players. You want to keep up? I got some names for you. Um, listen, I got the whole rooster, Houston, whole Houston, um, <laughs> Houston Rockets roster, mate. I got two boys for you. I've been calling their names out for a very long time, and Ooh. I will still call their names out. You got Usman Garuba, bro, and you got our, our friend Sengen. Okay, I be hearing about, I be hearing about Usman. I be hearing about yeah, him. Yeah, bro, Usman is hot, fight. Another you know what's crazy? There's another guy, right, called um Kenny Hooten. and I spoke, I feel, I might have not spoken about him, but he's like, in my opinion, he's another go bear. He's a he's a 23 year old, another go bear because he played for the um the Knicks G League, mm. and he led he led in blocks by like by crazy crazy numbers, and he even if, if you watch like a small little highlight clip, you just see these outlandish blocks he's, he's hitting constantly, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why is this guy not in the league? But you know, I, I don't know. He he got picked up by the Houston G League team, so he's currently playing for the Houston G League team. But yeah, mm. we'll see, man. We'll see. He's a great player too, but you know we'll see. The Houston have done a great job. I've said this already. Houston, I think, one of the the most promising teams alongside OKC. I'm I'm definitely excited um, for the young guys. I mean, we're, we're right now we're at the new generation of the league. Whether whether people realize it or not, I know uh, change happens right in front of you, whether you realize it or not. But we are in that new generation of league. Times are changing. Um, our stars are getting older. Right, LeBron James got injured back to back and missed the playoffs recently because of it. Right, and he's only getting older. If at one point LeBron will retire, Kevin will retire, James Harden, Steph Curry. Look at the age of these guys. How many more years can they play? It's not long. Um, and so it's always exciting to like you know tap into rookies now so you can watch them develop. And not everyone is always a star right away. A lot of people are really quick. To, to throw away in quotation marks these um these rookies and they say that you know what I mean it might, it might be one two seasons and people say oh he's wasted he's a bust man look up your favorite players basketball reference look at their beginning three four years Kawhi Leonard Kevin Durant sometimes you do not come in the league looking like how they do now some people just need that time to develop they're human now I agree. With, Wait a minute, wait a minute. But the only person I cannot say that for is Kyle Kuzma. He's had too oh, much time. Oh my God, <laughs> How are we fitting Kyle Kuzma standard into that statement where you're literally defending him, bro? Mo, Mo, you put a pick up here. Lakers 0-7 without Kyle Kuzma. I don't know what side are you on about that. Kyle Kuzma, bro. You so... want Kyle Kuzma's side? <laughs> I'm with my Hollywood player, bro. Kyle Kuzma. Bro, y'all are sick. Y'all are sick. Listen, bro, Kuzma is not him. that great. Kuzma's not that great. The Lakers only, got rid of him for a reason. No? The only reason why I'm I'm sticking by Kuzma is only because I have him in fantasy, bro. I don't really give a shit about him. <laughs> Actually, you know what I like? I really don't like him. But, you know, uh, he's, my, he's in my fantasy team. And I took him because somebody else wanted him, I thought. And I just I wanted to be a dick, so I took him. But still... Um, yeah, I'm holding on to Kuzma, man. He started, had 11 points and 15 rebounds, which is really nice. Nothing. Stand empty what? stats. Empty stats. Empty stats. Empty? empty stats. Oh, you you just a hater, ain't you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was a big Kuzma fan. He, he did go 4 for 13, and he did go 2 for 9 from the 3-point line, so he was clanking. 
was whatever it was whipping them bricks. Hmm? He was picking it up. You guys want to talk about the the Celtics next now? Oh right, right. Uh, that game was crazy. Uh, my personal, <laughs> no, my but, personal um, opinion about it was like it got sloppy at the end because barely people were playing what's it called defense, and the Knicks were just running the same play, and the Celtics just oh, trying, what's it called figured it out, and then try to get the steal, which ultimately tied the game and sent it to overtime with Marcus Smart. I just mm-hmm. want to say, Kemba, what are you doing? Because <laughs> Marcus Smart, bro, he was wide open in the corner. You know what he did? He just ran. He just looked at the uh, what's it called the net. Just looked at the net, waited for him to uh, what's it called hit it and send it to overtime. Okay. And they were gassed in the overtime. Yeah, they were gassed in the overtime. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay, okay. I'll say two things about that specific situation. First of all, Kemba Walker is an awful player. So. I understand it. And then second of all, Marcus Smart is an equally awful player. Marcus Smart is an awful three-point shooter. I don't have the stat in front of me right now, but it is below average, and it's like that for a reason. And being a guy that just got off the team with Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker, that is, um, he I'm sure he knows that Smart's three-point shooting is flaky. I mean, that game, the whole game, he went 5 for 11. So you have pretty much under a 50% chance that he'd make the three that game, right? And it's it's he was just taking his chance. He's like, fuck it, this is gonna be the one Marcus misses. Unfortunately, yeah. it wasn't for him. Uh no. With that, with that being said, the sloppiness, not only were they tired, but both teams struggle with playmaking. The Celtics have always struggled with playmaking um over the recent years. And I mean, the Knicks are the Knicks. Um, they're doing what they can. Uh, and Kemba is not a great playmaker. We've just had him on the Celtics. I'm here to tell you he is not that guy. Um, oh, so this isn't Saurus's fault, bro. It, it's not. <laughs> Basically, so cannot have, cannot, they cannot take a PG and, and, and use him properly, bro. No, that's I've not. I've been told you. Bro, what are you talking about? Then how come Kemba Walker only had 10 points and 3 assists this game? How come Julius Randle had 9 assists? Why is Julius Randle the power forward playmaking over the point guard? <laughs> <True. laughs> it's, it's, no, it doesn't matter where Kemba will go. I promise you, he cannot pass the ball. It's It looked like that on the Hornets. Kemba's not the same guy as the Hornets. He got injured, and his mind has never been the sense, same since. His body's never been the same be... since. Okay. But, what happened, Mo? No? Listen, I put my oh, to the side. Okay, what happened, Pay? Well, yo, yo, I understand why maybe his playmaking is shadowed only because the Hornets ain't had nobody for a very, very long time. Right. So, so he, he the only thing he around. knew was I'm the GOAT and nobody else is the GOAT. So I'm doing me <laughs> and I'm doing me full stop. Mm-hmm. And he just did him and he did I'm him all day long and it worked out a little bit. But, you know, yeah, Kemba, Kemba's another weird case, man. You're so right. I, I, He's another one of those guys that like we, we 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 never saw it. The only reason why we never saw it is because the team never changed. But right. we should have saw it from a very long time. Put any any shit person on a on a shit team, they look like a star. And right. he was the kind of guy you put on a shit team, he looks like a star. But because That's... he started off there, no one really knew who's shit. I I could list a lot of players that were on shit teams that people had hyped up to all heavens. But that's I'll say that for the next episode. I want to quickly uh, wrap up about this game. Um, what I will say, of course, it was spectacular to see Jalen Brown 
Jalen Brown that game, eight for fourteen from three, which Looking is ridiculous. Better. Tatum, Tatum was making, Tatum was making, Tatum was building. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? Home, uh, houses for homeless people, bro. <laughs> he was making enough bricks to to, to yeah. fucking help the homeless population entirely, bro. That's that's you're not lying. Two for fifteen for three. That boy was ugly out there. And but honestly, the 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 shot that we needed him to hit was that first overtime shot. Um, it, it, into the first overtime um, with the clock winding down, that would have taken us to the victory, and we wouldn't have had a second overtime where we lost. And he misses it, um, the, the the step back fadeaway, not step back, sorry, just a fadeaway over um, Randall. Um, was it Randall? Or was it Barrett? Oh, it was RJ. It was RJ that 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 locked him up, I think. Um, and he misses it, and that's a shot that Tatum hits often, but. I think after the post game, I read something earlier about Tatum saying he has one of these games, one or two of these games a season. I'm here to tell you that is a lie. Okay, that's just not true. Twenty <laughs> uh, games, bro. Twenty games, bro. He yeah. went two for fifteen, and then seven for thirty from the field goal. Yeah, two for fifteen from the three point line. It's a, it's a rough. It was a rough game, and he has definitely more than, than one rough. or two of those. The thing is about Tatum, it, that is what I've been saying over the past couple seasons, that he's just inconsistent. He's a very consistent player. He's talented, but his consistency is not there. As as some people have been telling me, which I'm reluctant to believe, Jalen Brown is the better Celtic. I, I said that. I said that. I said that during the game. You said during the game? I believe I said, that. I said that during the game. Jalen Brown's a better Celtic. I th- I th- I'm on that side now, and I think it's time for the rest oh, no. of the world to start getting on it. I'm still on the JT side. Listen, I'm, I'm, that's because JT is like more sociable. You know what I mean? So he's like more out there. He's he's an easy fan to be, to be easy to be a fan of. I just I just think he's a better player. Super fifteen, okay. Yeah, um, listen. If PG <laughs> did that shit, you would be throwing slander to the stars, bro. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I understand. I, I, I understand. It makes sense. But the only reason why I don't think that JB is the future over Tatum is only because I can't see JB hitting that, that, that go-ahead basket. I can't hit. I can't mm. see JB hitting that buzzer beater. I can see Tatum, damn sure. I can now. Ooh. I can now. I think if Jalen Brown had taken those last-second shots instead of Tatum in both situations, we'd be uh, we probably would win the game. Just off the fact Jalen Brown was hot, he was on fire. When once we entered that that um second overtime and the Celtics um Celtics first or second possession, I pretty I think it was the first one. Jalen Brown made the three, so he was still hot. And who to say he wouldn't have made that 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 shot right before and at the at the end of the first overtime? When Jason when someone's t- hot, they should have got they should get the ball. What's up, Mo? I said Jason said Jason said him sold, just like yeah. Dennis Shooter. Oh God, Dennis Shooter! Oh yeah, Dennis, oh, Dennis, Dennis Shooter. That boy looked awful out there. I mean, he listen, did. plus minus is, is is a risky stat to use. Dennis Shooter was minus sixteen. That boy, it should say minus fifty five out there. Okay, I mean, falling for pump fakes, missing passes. I mean, what are we doing, man? I can't believe we have him. <laughs> this is why he's worth five point nine instead of one hundred million. 
I'll just uh, quickly no. say. I give him time. I give him time. I give him time. No, Toronto. No, I'm, I'm done talking about my Celtics. Let me wrap this up. Let me wrap up the Celtics talk because I'm done with this team. Listen, there's some people out there that are feeling confident about this team. That is the definition of complacency. Being comfortable with your situation is a very bad thing to be. That is how you end up being the Portland Trailblazers for the next damn decade. That's what's wrong with the Blazers. They're like, oh, we have we have Dame and CJ. We're okay. Right, we can keep the boat float. This is fucking sad to still have Marcus Smart on this team, to have Al Horford on this team, Enos Cantor. This is a joke. It's just not for Jalen Brown to put up that many points and the supporting. This is who he has to look to for a supporting cast. Grant Williams, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> it's a joke that it's depressing because you can be this. We can be like this for the next two, three years before it changes. That's funny, dude. <laughs> But um, overall, I will say on the bright side, I really liked um, I can't say his name, but Ime Uduka, I think is his name. This uh, the new Ime Uduka. Yeah, I believe that's how you say it. You you sound like you said it better. That 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 sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked good out there. <laughs> I know he on the court, but like his adjustments and just his coaching and the the times he decided to stop and talk to players, it looked good out there. It looked it looked healthy, and I think it's gonna be a good year for us. But as for the Knicks, like you said, they definitely will make the playoffs. I would, I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. That uh, Julius Randle is really nice. Um, and RJ Barrett, though spotty, he's really nice. And then they have the rookie, Obi Toppin, and he's cool. going to get trained from, uh, he's going to get some, some OG mentorship from Derrick Rose. You know, so that's going to be sweet. They, 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 I did that. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. The problem is the the consistency in the playoffs. As you see, what's it called Julius Randle got the what's it called the award last year, and as soon as he got it, it's like his powers or what's it called his skill totally diminished, and then he was cold in the playoffs. He disappeared. Like, yeah, he disappeared. Which is right. fine. We needed the Knicks to lose so the Sixers could be embarrassed. Like, True. like that was just horrendous to watch Ben Simmons out there. And actually, I want to circle real quick back to Simmons. This just happened a few minutes ago on TNT. Barkley said that this that Simmons, the six, the 76ers should have suspended Simmons for multiple games instead of just one, in in an effort to like cool the situation down. Yeah, I sure what they mean. That makes sense. It, one game doesn't fix this problem, and I, I think I think that's wise. Uh, I agree. Um, he should be suspended maybe a week or two if you're actually trying to work it out, because clearly he doesn't want to play right now. Yeah, that's what you mean. Um, let's let's end this with our our predictions since the season has begun. Let's end this with our predictions. What do you guys think MVP candidates? We won't take number one, but like, let's let me hear top three. EG. Okay. Uh, probably Joel Embiid. Mm, yep, yep. Like Curry, since yeah. he's balling out. I got one feet one that you won't even see coming. I'm listening. Dante Sabonis, baby. Dude, that was on the top of my head. I Devontas kid you not. Bonus, I was about baby. to say him. I Bro, he looks. I'm telling you, if this shitty ass Indiana Pacers coach did not bench the motherfucker, 
he in well, while he was hot, I should say. <laughs> oh, he would be going wild numbers, man. No, I'm with you on that. Um, here, here's my titles. Here's my titles. MVP season. I, I've got a name you're not ready for either, but I will agree. Um, I think Embiid will be up there, barring injury, of course, as we said. Um, Paul George, I can put him up there for sure. But my my number three, I'll let you have Sabonis on your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three, Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Interesting. Cat looks ready to play basketball again. I know it was depressing last season. He went through a lot, but he looks like he's got that hunger back, which which made with the thing that makes him Carl Anthony Towns. Mind you, his defense is still trash, but you don't need defense to win to win MVP. He is soft. Okay. Um, yeah, I can I can never respect Cat. I'm sorry. The That's fact fine, that man. I've seen that picture of how Demarcus Cousins was was, was bodying the motherfucker, I can never respect Cat, bro. Oh, he's so big, yeah, so so. You ever see the picture? Oh, it's the okay. funniest picture in the world. I can tell you that one. Okay. Also, what's about like Jordan Poole? You think he's gonna be most improved player? I'm hearing a lot of things about Poole. It's hard for me to say, and MIP is always so tough, at least this early. But I, I, I can see him being a candidate for sure. I mm-hmm. do agree. He's definitely going to be a candidate. But it's so hard because you have to actually watch the games go on to see who's actually improving, you know? Yeah, yeah. MIP is really hard to like focus on when you're right. But like more so about the all-star break, we can like we can come back to the to MIP and be like, okay, now we can see. 100%. 100%. Because for all I know, bro, Terrence Mann can drop 29 tomorrow. Or today, sorry. But, you know. Wait, like, one, more, one more story before we wrap this up about the Lakers. Do you think Westbrook's going to be cold? Or will they find a way yeah. to adjust? Oh, I completely forgot about the Lakers. Yeah. Nope, I didn't forget. I'm just a Celtic fan. Um, I think they're going to be fine. Nope. Here's my thing. Go on, you first. You first, since you have the devil's advocate. Nope. Let me tell you about the this team. This team here. Okay, I, I lied. I, I used LeBron. What can I really say, mate? They, uh, they'll find their foot very soon. I want to say, dude, it's going to be all playing sailing, Jamie. And it's a regular season. They don't give a shit about the regular season. We know this. Yeah. Like, LeBron will go off this game, and I'm, I hand on my heart, he's not going to do shit next game. How much on the bet? Mm. How much on the bet? It's going to be Westbrook and AD. Mm. I believe you. Mm hmm. No way um, LeBron James is playing 37 minutes again. Impossible. No, no, no. He's just getting older and older. And especially with the, the groin injury he just faced again um, last season, I don't think he's going to take the chance. It costs them. You know, these injuries are costing the Lakers, literally, like their rings. Like, the, it's possible they could have gone back-to-back barring their their health. <laughs> All right. Um, wait, I wanted to say uh, for Westbrook, I want to say that the game one hate that Westbrook received was unfathomable and definitely unwarranted. Westbrook has been in this league for years. That is not the first game that Westbrook has done that in. He has shot the... Oh, if you ever watched OKC Thunder, if you turn on the game, either Westbrook was going to give you the triple-double or he was going to shoot them out of the game completely. Every possession just missed, 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 did not care. That is Russell Westbrook. To, to see so many people be surprised that he would miss that many shots and play so awfully, you must have not watched Westbrook before in your life. That is literally him. 
He my issue, wrong, he gonna yeah. go up with it. Right. It don't go in, he gonna do it again. My issue, my issue, my issue with the Lakers is Frank Vogel. How do you think? Oh, what's it called? In, in his mindset, what? How do you think? Oh, what's it called? Having Rondo and Westbrook in the same lineup gonna be? Mm. Well, they both are ego filled. You know, they, they they both have huge egos. But it's not gonna be good because since Rondo can't barely do anything except like pass and stuff, and like stuff like oh. that. Right, he's empty and, outside of passing. We know. Yeah. That. Uh, listen, listen, listen. I'll tell you this one time only, okay? The day Westbrook has a shocking game, because we know Westbrook, right? There's going to be a day he goes one for 55, bro. And the <laughs> day that happens, one game, he is going to feel all hell break loose and how hard it is to play for Lakers, bro. Because mm. them fans, they're going to shred him to pieces. Yeah, and you know Westbrook, he's going to fight year. back. He's not just going to sit there and be like, oh, you know, take it. No, he's going he gonna to take it to Twitter. He's going to speak shit, talk a bunch of shit to the media. And they're going to drag it out, that one bad performance, for a whole week, bro. Typical fucking Lakers, man. But, um... No, I agree. Yeah. What time mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, we got to wrap this up soon. No, we got to um, wrap up, actually. What? Before we do wrap, we just had our MVP. We had... We did MIP. Um, oh, rookie oh, no. of the year. Rookie of the year. They didn't even play it yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, cuz. Can we can is LaMelo Ball still eligible? Because they did it for Simmons. Remember Simmons got injured and then he won it the next year? Gone for the whole season, cuz. What'd you say? Simmons out for the whole season. LaMelo missed a lot. He missed he paid we paid at least fifty though. Did he? Let's find out. Let me know. I, ball. I don't think I he think, played 50. I think Jalen Green is going to win. If, Ooh. He, if he gets like hot during yeah, the he season. 50. Oh. And well, other, so, I'm so small. I'm so small. I was just saying like Scotty, <laughs> Scotty Barnes, but like, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I see it. I'll, I'll say, say, I don't really see it. I'll say out of the rookies, I'm not too excited for rookie of the year this year. I don't think we'll see anything too spectacular. I am. Um, I'm very excited. Only because you have Cade. He can run the whole team by himself. And if he does, pff, we're going to have a star player for the rest of the year. rest of the whole, like, rest of his career, I should say. I don't think Cade's going to win because, like, he's getting, he's going to get this star, a superstar treatment. Every time he chokes a game, the media is going to go off on him saying, oh, this is the number one draft that he, what was it called? Of the 2021 NBA draft and stuff like that. They're going to call him trash and then push a narrative on him. Stuff like that. Yeah, we'll see, though. I, I, I don't think there's an issue there. I told you, I don't really care about the top five picks. I care more about the, the, the 10 to 20 rather than, like, top five, really. These, these awards are always uh, media and fan-based anyway, full of crap. That's why that Jokic dude won it last year, but that's another part of the episode. <laughs> Jokic dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got a funny one. All right. All right, guys. This was... Um, we still don't. Oh, wait, that's right. This was season two, episode one of. <laughs> yeah, right here. Right here, right now. This was season two, episode one of the Skybox podcast, and we do appreciate everyone listening. We have a good long season ahead of us. Plenty, plenty of things coming that we're excited to show you. Um, again, we had me Phoenix here. We had Faisal here. And 
the good Mo. man Mo. Yes, sir. Good, good, sir. Mo Welly. Shout himself out. We tell those. And if you guys enjoyed, let us know. Thank you. Go Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Go Clippers. <laughs> yeah.